tests the bread of life. And I'm going to take my reading from 1 Corinthians. We know this reading. We read it every communion Sunday. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 11. 1 Corinthians 11, 23. And I read from the New American Standard Bible 2020. It says, For I receive from the Lord. This is the 23. So you can grab your own Bible and read it too. Amen. For I receive from the Lord that which I also deliver to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. Hallelujah. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. Hallelujah. You see, he took bread and then he did what? He broke it. Amen. I want you to notice that. He took bread and he broke it. And said, this is my body, which is, which is broken. Um, the, new Amer- the, the New King James Version said, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord. Hallelujah. So is the bread and the cup of who? Hallelujah. So I want us to notice that. What we are doing here has spiritual connotations. Hallelujah. But as we have taken this, we are calling this the cup. We are calling, the, the, we are calling this the, the bread of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the body and the blood of who? The Lord. As we have gathered together here as a church. Hallelujah. Amen. So, who eats or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy way shall be guilty of the body and the blood of who? Of who? So, Communion Sunday, things we are doing are of who? Of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Of the Lord. But a person must examine himself, and in so doing, he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For the one who eats and drinks and eats and drinks judgment to himself, if he does not properly recognize the body. So the New American Standard Version that I'm reading says that if he does not recognize the body, hallelujah. The, the other translations will say discern, hallelujah, the body. For this reason, can I get the 1130? 1130. So it says, for this reason. For how many reasons? You realize he didn't say for these. Hallelujah. 
So he says, for this, for this particular reason, hallelujah, many are weak and sick among you and many are asleep. They died. Hallelujah. I am yet to find any other reason in the New Testament. After the Lord Jesus rose, I was looking for it, I could not find it. That it says that we become sick. The other reason is if you let the devil come in, hallelujah, if you commit sin. But as long as you are a child of God, this is one of the main reasons that many do what? Many fall asleep. And many are sick and weak. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to say, but if we judge ourselves rightly, we will not be judged. But, we, but when we are judged, we are disciplined by the Lord so that we will not be condemned along with the world. Hallelujah. Oh my God, it's weird hearing yourself talk. Hallelujah. It is. Can we cut that? It is so weird. Amen. You, don't, you, you, you almost forget how you sound. How you sound to yourself when you hear it on, on, on playback, it's so different. And I'm like, is that me? Oh my God, that, that was weird. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So, what I keep preaching on this, and I have my reasons for doing that. Hallelujah. Amen. And communion has had a whole new understanding for me since the Lord taught me this. Hallelujah. So, it's pretty much, if you want the church to be healthy, if you want the church, if you don't want to have to go to do hospital visitation, if you don't have to bury somebody before their time, the Lord said, teach on this. Hallelujah. Amen. For if my children know this, then they will be all right. Hallelujah. And that prayer and all those things, some of the time we are praying for the sick, we will not have to do as much. Hallelujah. But then it was laid clearly to the church in Corinth and so to PRWC Hartford. And you think you are young, so you are healthy. Hallelujah. I have seen young people, 19-year-old, sitting in their car, driving with his girlfriend to New York, and all of a sudden, he had a cardiac arrest. That there is no reason for it. No reason. We have done every test that there is. Went to Columbia at New York. They even did a cardiac biopsy. Took a piece of his heart and everything is well. Hallelujah. They cannot find anything wrong. And now, he's a vegetable. But we are of Christ. Hallelujah. We are of God. Amen. And as I'm saying that, the blood, the body of our Lord Jesus was broken for us. You know, 
it was interesting when I was preparing after I got the sermon and I couldn't find songs had to do with the body of the Lord Jesus. But there's plenty about the blood. Hallelujah. Oh, the blood. How you say the blood and it's like, yeah. Then, there's the, then people get energized and people start jumping. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. Hallelujah. But the body that was broken for us, it was just as important. Hallelujah. As the blood was. Hallelujah. And today, I want you to live here knowing that the body was broken for you. As much as the blood was poured to cleanse your sins, the body also was broken for who? I thought somebody would say you. You passed the test. It was broken for me and was broken for who? For you. And you have to see that the Lord, before the body was broken, he said that this is my body, which is broken for you. Hallelujah. Even before he went on Calvary. Now, he says that he created a new covenant. You know, I realized that the Old Testament most of the works and the laws that were in there, it was written for people who were spiritually dead. Hallelujah. They were spiritually dead and they had the laws. But we are spiritually alive. Hallelujah. So that we don't comprehend with our minds, but with our what? With our hearts. Hallelujah. So he says, for the one who eats and drinks and eats and drinks to himself and he does not properly. So when I was looking up the Greek word, the word that comes is, e, uh, what was the word? Irreverent. 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 If my kids were here, they would tell me that your accent. <laughs> you tell me that your accent. <laughs> they went to Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And when I said Nathan, we got to the end and we're getting there. The guy said, Nathan, I have Mason here. Not Nathan. And then the kids started laughing. Daddy, they are calling you Mason. Now I'm calling you Mason because of your accent. They didn't hear the Nathan. They heard Mason. <laughs> so I hope I have this correct. So they, I was called Mason for a little bit. But now it's gone. So irreverent. Irreverent is that you are doing it anyhow. Anyhow. Now, if I'm going to miss church, I am not going to miss church on communion Sunday. Hallelujah. If you are going to miss church, do not choose communion Sunday to be the day that you don't come and then commune with the Lord. Hallelujah. To partake in the blood of Jesus and in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You have to have reverence for this. Hallelujah. That the Lord instituted. That he did it on the same day as the Passover. Hallelujah. So now, Instead of the blood, that the blood of the lamb, the Bible says that God instructed them to take blood, uh, they should take a goat, one year old, or a lamb, one year old. Hallelujah. And then when they slaughter it, they should put the blood at the doorpost on both sides. Hallelujah. And then also at the windowsill. Hallelujah. And he said that I will pass over you. And then the enemy of death shall not come your way. That is the same institution that the Lord Jesus did. And now his blood is the one that covers us. Hallelujah. 
so that Satan cannot come to you, but he will pass over who? You. That is what the Passover is about. Hallelujah. The sickness will pass over what? Us. Hallelujah. You know how some people say, minus me, and then they do this. Hallelujah. Now we are pleading the blood. Hallelujah. And it is what speaks for you. It has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with what the Lord Jesus accomplished for you. You can come here and have the communion and it will not mean anything to you if you don't believe. If you don't believe. You can make a ritual of it. Where, you know, I, uh, my, uh, my wife's aunt, on communion Sunday, she wears white. Hallelujah. She wears white. You know, back home in, um, in, in Ghana, that's what they used to do. Communion Sunday, they wear white. And I think that they used to even have service, a whole week-long service with fasting prior to communion. That is how reverent communion was to them. Hallelujah. And I think that we need to bring back some of it here so that we understand what the Lord has done for us and what he's doing for us. So he says, for the one who eats, um, say, for this reason, many amongst you are weak and sick, and a number of you fall asleep, not discerning or recognize the Lord's body. What his death and suffering, his resurrection has done for us, you have to understand it. Hallelujah. You have to understand that. You know, I went on YouTube and I looked, I searched the passion of the Christ, the weapon of Jesus. And I wanted to show it here, but I thought some people might get too emotional. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to show it. When you go home, watch it. Just YouTube, the passion of the Christ, the weapon of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then it will make you, in a way, with your mental mind, conceptualize what the Lord Jesus went through for you. You have to understand, when they brought him before Pilate, the Bible says that Pilate said that, I have no reason to charge this man. They had nothing against him. So why did he go through that? He went through that for us. The Bible made sure that Jesus had no fault 100% so that it will satisfy the demands that you and I can claim and stand there and say that this body was broken for me. So I accept and I receive everything that comes with it. The Bible makes it sure. John makes it sure. Luke makes it sure. Mark makes it sure. Hallelujah. Matthew makes sure of it. That they found no fault. How many? Zero. So then why did he have to suffer? It was for us. The weapons were for what? For us. That is why he suffered. And the Bible made it sure that we know that he died. Amen? And Joseph of Arimathea with Nicodemus. The Bible says that they brought a hundred pounds of spices. I don't know how much he weighed. I don't know if he was as skinny as me. Hallelujah. So you add that plus 100 pounds of spices. They wrapped him in and they put him in there. Because of the beatings and the sufferings that he took for me and you. Hallelujah. Shall we go to John 6, 26? So our Lord Jesus said, 
John 6, 26. So this is, this is a prelude. He had fed the 5,000. Hallelujah. And then he crossed over to the other side. That was when Jesus walked on water. He crossed over. The next day they realized that he was not there. So they also followed him to the other side. Hallelujah. He had gone to Capernaum. Hallelujah. So they followed him there. And then when they got there, this was interesting conversation. So they said, Jesus said to them, and they found him. They said, Rabbi, when did you get here? The Bible said, Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, seek, you seek me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and you were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but food that lasts for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father has set his seal. Hallelujah. I don't think there is anybody who ever spoke like that in this world. Hallelujah. What a statement. Amen. Hmm. Therefore, they said to him, What are we to do so that we may accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in who? In him who he has sent. That is our work. If you are here this morning, I'm talking about this body of Christ. For you to partake in it, you have to believe that he was sent from God. Hallelujah. You have to believe that he died for your sins. Hallelujah. You have to believe that on the third day, God rose him from the dead. Hallelujah. You have to believe. And the Bible made sure that there were witnesses of his resurrection. And that the price of your sin has already been paid. And that you don't have to go to hell. I keep saying this. At the day, at the day, a lot of those who, who get there, those who get there, they will realize that they didn't have to be there. But it will be too late. So their price has already been paid. There was nothing they had to do but to accept and believe. Hallelujah. So they said to him, what then are you doing as a sign? so that we may see and believe you. How many signs do you want? This guy just fed you with five loaves. Hallelujah. And then their bellies were so full that they wanted more food. That is why they followed him. They like free food. There are some people I know who like free food. Hallelujah. He said, our fathers ate manna in the wilderness, and it is written, he gave them bread out of heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread out of heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread out of heaven. Hallelujah. And for the bread of God, that is what we are about to eat right now. The body of the Lord Jesus. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word was made flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what we are about to consume right now. Hallelujah. So he says the bread of God, which comes down out of heaven and gives life to the world. Amen. He said, and then 35, I am the bread of life that no one comes to me will not be hungry. That whoever comes to me will not be hungry. And the one who believes in me will never test. I'm not talking about physical hunger. You're still going to need Costco. You are going to need Walmart, Stop and Shop. BJ's, 
you are going to need them. But I'm talking about the spiritual hunger that we had. Hallelujah. He came to satisfy that for us. Hallelujah. That we can stand and say, I am a child of God. Hallelujah. That you can stand and say that I have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we ate his flesh when we accepted him as our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. That we should not anger. And then he goes on to say, but I said to you that you indeed seen me and yet you do not believe. Oh, I'm so glad I believe. I haven't seen him, but I believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe he came. I believe he was in Nazareth. I believe he walked the shore. I believe he called Peter. I believe he did the miracles that the scripture said he did. I believe he turned water to wine. Hallelujah. I believe he healed the blind man. Hallelujah. I believe he healed the sick. I believe he made the lame walk. I believe that indeed he was crucified. Hallelujah. I believe that he died. And I believe what scripture says that he rose again. Hallelujah. Do I have believers here? Do I have believers here? Shall we stand on our feet? Shall we stand on our feet? I want you to say, I am a believer. I am not a doubter. I believe what the scripture says. I am a believer. I believe that the son of God that came and died for me according to scripture. Hallelujah. Shall we sit down? Amen. Hallelujah. So you jump down to the 47. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. So Jesus is talking to them. You can see, you can see that he's talking to people who are alive. They were not dead, right? But he's telling them that they do not have life, right? So we are talking about, he's talking about what? Eternal life here. He's not talking because if they were dead, how was he talking to them? He was talking to people who were alive and breathing. But he's trying to let them know that they were spiritually dead. But you and I, thank God that we are spiritually alive because of what the Lord Jesus Christ did for us. Hallelujah. So two things with the bread of, for the bread of life. He said you will never hunger or you will never thirst. Hallelujah. That's why he stood and boldly said, I am. He, he said, he's the living waters. Hallelujah. And that, so out of our bellies, out of our bellies shall flow, shall flow. Hallelujah. Shall flow. Hallelujah. Re, not river, rivers. Rivers, multiple. Out of our belly, it shall flow. That is what the Lord Jesus provides. That is why he says that we shall, you shall not test. Hallelujah. And then through that, we have eternal life. Yes, you are going to die. No one lives forever. Hallelujah. No one lives forever. One day you're going to close your eyes. Your heart is going to stop beating. And somebody is going to come and listen. That's what we do. We go listen for a heartbeat. And the first time you go through that, it is weird. Hallelujah. To pronounce somebody. They are there. Their heart is not beating. You're going to die. 
But then the scripture says that we don't die, but we fall asleep. Hallelujah. We move on to better things. Hallelujah. We move on to be with the God of our glory. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what this eternal life we are talking about. Amen. That is what the Lord Jesus provides. The bread of life. Hallelujah. The bread of life. How do we get this working in us? It is by believing. You have to believe that the body was broken for you. You have to believe that Jesus went through all this thing. As I said, he went through all of them. But it was for you. Because they found no fault in him. He made him who knew no sin to be sin. For who? For us. That we might be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 11.29. So this wafer, this wafer, I'm thinking, you know, you go to Ghana, they use bread. Oh. They don't use wafer. Hallelujah. Real bread. And they break it. But as we stand here, so this wafer that I'm holding right here, as a church, as we have come together, and we are doing what the Lord Jesus has commanded us to do, this represents his blood, his body. Hallelujah. This is the body of God. Hallelujah. And we should have all reverence towards the body of God. As we pray over it, as we are going to eat it, we are consuming the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And at the same time, the blood. Amen. This, this little thing, what makes this the blood of Jesus is by you believing. You having faith. In not in what I'm telling you, but in scripture. What scripture says? That he poured his blood for us. That he, his body was broken for us. Then this will mean something to you. This thing that I'm holding in my hand. It will mean everything to you. As scripture says. Hallelujah. Amen. So, in the court of Pilate... The Bible says that one of the things they did is they said they flogged him. They flogged him. I heard about when I was little, all I knew was that Jesus had 39 lashes. But you know, I couldn't find that in the gospel. It never said, I didn't see anywhere where it said 39 lashes. So the research was that it looks like in the book of Deuteronomy, when one of the laws is that they cannot beat anybody more than 40. <laughs> so for them not to exceed it, they always did 30, 40 minus 1. And you can see in, in, the, in Corinthians, Paul, Paul talks about being lashed, 40 minus 1. So that is where that came from. So how many lashes he got? But then it wasn't Jews who were beating him. It was the Romans. Hallelujah. So number one, he had the thorn of crowns put it on his head. It pierced his head. It must have pierced his skull. He bled. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says that again they flogged him. 
He took a lash for hypertension. He took a lash for diabetes. He took a lash for cancer. He took a lash for arthritis. He took a lash, hallelujah. Then they whipped him one more time for heart disease, hallelujah. Amen. I'm, listen to me. I am not saying that you are not going to die or live forever. But we can still go home and be with the Lord without heart disease. Amen. My wife's grandfather, when I heard about the way he died, I said, that's how I want to go. This man had no sickness. He was blind. That was the only thing. And one morning he woke up. His wife had been dead long ago. And he was praying and praying and praying. And he said, Ajua, chemi, 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 meba, meba, meba. Chemi, 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 meba. Then right there, he said goodbye and he was gone. He called his wife's name. So we don't have to die by our body riddled with disease. Hallelujah. We can go on and be with the Lord. Hallelujah. That's how I want to go. I love the books of E.W. Kenyon. Same thing. He, he was sitting there with his family. He told them, there is Jesus. Then right there, he closed his eyes. He was gone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another man of God, F.F. Bosworth. A guy went to visit him. He said, whoa, brother, the Lord has shown me. I am going home. I am going home to be with the Lord. The Lord has shown me. I am going home. The next time they came, he was gone. Hallelujah. But the Lord Jesus, the whip that he took, he took it for your hypertension. Hallelujah. The lashes that he took, he took it for your heart disease. Hallelujah. The lashes that he took, he took it for the arthritis. Hallelujah. I thought people would be standing on their feet at this time. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. I said when they lashed him, when they flogged him, he was being flogged for who? For who? For who? So that we shall be in what? In health. Hallelujah. 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 This morning, I'm telling you, when the body was pierced, it was pierced for our diseases. Hallelujah. It wasn't for him, but it was pierced because of you. Because of me. So that I shall walk in divine health. I am not talking about peloton health. I'm not talking about gym health. Gym is good, but I'm talking about what? Divine from heaven. That Ari's blood pressure will come down. Because if the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, if he dwells in you, he shall give life. What? Life. From divine to what? To physical. To your mortal body. Because of the suffering. You and I. That is why he kept his mouth shut. He didn't say anything. He kept his mouth shut. Because he thought about our thing. Hallelujah. He kept his mouth shut. Because he thought about me. Hallelujah. He kept his mouth shut. Because he thought about Abby. Hallelujah. He kept his mouth shut. Because he thought about Ima. Hallelujah. He kept his mouth shut. Because he thought about that about. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And 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 former Dicky one now elder one point five. He talk about he taught about you and I. He taught about us. That is why he kept his mouth shut. And then he bent down, and they whipped him, 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 and they whipped him. And every time he took a lash, that was the diabetes going. Hallelujah. Every time he took a lash, that was hypertension going. Every time he took a lash, he was canceling familial diseases. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every time he took a lash, he was making everything whole. Are you going to believe that? Are you going to believe that? Hallelujah. And the Bible says that they slapped him. I don't know if you've been slapped before. I mean, I'm talking about a good slap. <laughs> I had a yeah for a slap. But I want you to understand. He said something. He said, why do you draw a sword? I could have asked my father for legions of angels and who have vanquished them all. He didn't ask for that because of you, because of me. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. So this morning, when you are leaving here, I want you to know that the body was broken for you. Hallelujah. It was broken for who? The bread of life. The life, the bread, the, the, oh my Jesus. He went through that to fulfill scriptures. So that this morning, as we are about to pray, we can go to the Father and say, see what Jesus has done for us. See that hypertension was taken away. See. That is why 1 Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24. I can quote it, but I want you to read it for yourself. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24 I think that there's one thing that we should do as children of God. Confessions. I'm a big believer in confession. But I think there's one confession you should make. Every morning when you get up, you should be able to say that the body of Jesus was broken for me, Father. And because of that, I walk in good health. We should be able to claim that every day. Hallelujah. We should be able to claim that every day. Every day we should be able to claim that. And he says that he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. That we might die to sin. Hallelujah. That having died to sin, that we might live for righteousness. And by his stripes, by the beating, by the beating that he took, that we were what? You were healed. Hallelujah. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded. For who? For our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement for our peace was laid upon him. And here again, by his stripes, by the beating, 
by the thorns that he, they put on his head, by the slaps that he took, by the piercing of his side, hallelujah, that we shall say that we are healed. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture has made it sure, has made it clear that Jesus went through all of that for us, not for himself. Shall we be on our feet? Mm-hmm. Was wounded for me, transgressions, and now I am free. All because Jesus was wounded for me. So we are going to sing that song, Wounded for Me. Hallelujah. I am sure that was a Holy Spirit led song. Hallelujah. So let's all, with prayer, we are going to sing this song. the sick. One of the things the Lord was telling me, there is no results because there is no faith. Hallelujah. Let them know. Let them know what Jesus has done for them. Hallelujah. So this morning, you know hallelujah the word of the Lord has come. Hallelujah. And he said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, I have given you scriptures. I have shown you that the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that he suffered. Shall we just pray? Just pray in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to pray. If you know to pray in tongues, I want you to pray in tongues in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you know, you can pray in your own understanding. Ibakadia 
Ibabakata kasukuria kashia kana kasikimam. Ibakaria kusukuria kusu makashaka takasikimam. Ibakata kasukuria kashia kana kasim. Imamakata kasikiria kashukuru kusiyamam. Ibabakata kusukuria kashia kana kamam. Ibabakata kasikiria kasukuria makia kasum. Ibakaria kashiki bakasimam. Imamakata kasu. Can I have the elders to please come forward? Elders, elders, please come forward in the mighty name of Jesus. All the elders, I want you to come forward. We are going to do something different today with communion. Hallelujah. We are going to do something different for today with communion. I want us to lay our hands on the communion. And then if we can all pray over it on the communion. He was wounded for me. Let's pray in the mighty Kadia Kashia Kanakasaki Bag. Yakanakasia Karamakata Kashukuria Kasia Kama. Yakanakasukuria Kashukuteke Sekiria Kasu. Yanada Namakasukuria Kashia Kanakasakatimam. Ibakanakasukuria Kasia Kanakashakatamakasu. Ibakanakasia Kanakashukuria Kasia Karamakatu. Ikea Kasia Kanamam. Ibakata Kasukuria Makashukuma. By your stripes you receive our healing. By your stripes, Father God, we, may, we were made whole. We thank you for this opportunity and I pray, my God and Master Jesus, that we will not see this just as a wafer and some juice, but we will see this as consuming your body and also your blood. There will be total breakthrough, total healing. In the name of Jesus, my God. Thank you. Thank you for setting us free by partaking in this communion in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are going to do something a little different. Elders, if you can wait, please. Today for communion, I'm going to ask you to come forward. You get a communion. You shake the hands of each elder. Don't go sit down. If you're going to eat communion, I want you to remain standing up here in the front. Hallelujah. We're just going to do a little different. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so the communion will be here. And then when you come, you're going to shake my hand. You're going to shake all the elders' hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, if any sick amongst you, let him call who? The elders. Hallelujah. We are standing on scripture. Hallelujah. So then when you get it, I want you, we'll start lining up from this side. Anybody getting communion? And all together, we'll eat the communion. Amen. For the blood. So you can come for the, for the communion. We can start from the back. It's my ransom. I am free. Free.
instrumentalists, I want you to join us. All, and then the sing, singers, please, all join us. Everybody join us down here. Thank God. Amen. So I want us to join us. So please, if we can all move, if we can all move, we are just going to be before the altar of the God Almighty. Hallelujah. And make sure you shake the hands of the elders, please. Shake the hands of the elders. As you come, shake the hands of the elders. Shake the hands of the elders. Shake the hands of the elders. Okay. Yeah. Do we have everybody? Hallelujah. We have everybody, my elders. I have to shake my elders' hands, please. Hallelujah. If the Lord gives you instructions, you obey it. Hallelujah. You obey it to the latter. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So at this time, this is the body of the Lord Jesus. I want you to know that we are before the throne of the Lord God Almighty tonight. His presence is here in the mighty name of Jesus. We are before the Lord God Almighty. I want you to thank him for his body. Just thank him. Thank him for his body. Thank him for his body in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for this body that, you bro- you, you, that, that was broken for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. So I want you to say this. According to scripture, the body of the Lord Jesus was broken for me. According to scripture, he was pierced for my transgressions. And by his stripes, I am healed. According to scripture, he was found innocent. But because for me, he took the lashes. And based on this, I release my faith. In the name of Jesus, I accept this broken body. And I am well in Jesus' name. I am well in Jesus' name. I am well in Jesus' name. Sickness, you have no place in me. Because Jesus has paid the price. And I accept it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we take the body? And then we take the blood of the Lord Jesus. And he said, according to scripture, he poured out his blood for me. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that by the blood of Jesus, my sins are cleansed. I have been redeemed. I have been sanctified. I have been justified by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. And I am your child in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we take the blood of Jesus? Now, I want you to thank him. I want you from the depth of your heart, I want you to say a thank you to the Lord God Almighty. I want you to personally say thank you to him. I want you to thank him in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to thank him. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Thank him, thank him again and again. Say thank him to you. Say thank you to the Lord. Say thank you to Jesus. Say thank you from your heart. I'm I'm not talking about from your head, the things that you normally say. I want you to say from your heart.
We thank you, Lord, for what you have done before us and on this day, giving us a chance to also do it. For setting the table before us in the presence of our enemies. Who are we that we can come before you and to dine with you? You know all our weaknesses. You know our diseases. You know our infirmities. You know our challenges, our struggles, and anything that makes us look low or look down in the world. We partake in this in the hopes of having victory in every area of our lives. And therefore, in advance of seeing those, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the marriage changes in the name of Jesus. Thank you for everything you've done in our job places, in our careers, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your touch in our businesses, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your touch in our ministries, in the name of Jesus. Because we are partaking this, we know that great things are going to follow us. We thank you in advance for all this and more you have done. In the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and all the saints shall say, Amen. We're still in the mood of prayer. Please, we can take our seats. I'm going to ask Leroy. I want you to, um, Leroy, Abiofori, and Evelyn. Please, if you can, if you can. Evelyn Miracle, she left. Okay. If you can just stand here, Leroy and, 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 and Abiofori. Oh, you are the miracle worker. Oh, you are the miracle worker. Oh, Lord, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Oh, come and do a miracle, a miracle today. Your name is
elders to come forward again. I'm going to call my elders to come forward Your again, please. So, church, we are going to pray in the name of Jesus. I didn't want to call them forward, but the Lord said, do it. I will do it. Hallelujah. We are bringing Leroy and Abby. And even though Evelyn is not here, we are bringing her before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Because there are certain decisions that when you make in life, it has a lifetime of consequences. Hallelujah. It has a lifetime of consequences. And the Bible says that the woman was influenced and she made a decision that we are here. Hallelujah. So the same way that we have angels and we have the Lord that he said, he said, you are led. As many as are what? Led by the Spirit of God. They are the children of God. Hallelujah. So decision making can be influenced by God and decision making can be influenced by the enemy. Jonathan had to make a decision. Jonathan had to make a decision. And Jonathan, by the grace of God, he made what? The right decision in regards to David. Saul, the king, had to make a decision. He had to decide whether to wait for someone to come. That's why the Bible says that obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. So we are interceding for them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That we are asking that the angels of the Lord, we are asking the Spirit of Lord to influence them in making the right decision in this juncture in their lives. And we are praying in the mighty name of Jesus, coming against every power of the enemy, any principalities and power that will come to make them, influence them to make the wrong decision in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We bring Evelyn before you. We bring Lira before you. We bring Abby before you. In the mighty name of Jesus, as together as a church, as one, we are interceding for them. 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 